Okay, okay. Yes. Let's get yo, this going. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? We are back. Yeah. Um, the circumstances aren't the greatest. No. You know, obviously we would like to uh, kick off the show a different way, but unfortunately, uh, these are kind of the cards that we're dealt with. Um, yeah. So uh, before we get started, my name is Teddy Moore. Your boy Juju here. And Kat Nico. Welcome to One Size Fits Most. And uh, this week, this episode is going to be a little tough on us, on everybody, um, cause, because we have to talk about the biggest news in the world, at least on this side of the hemisphere. Yeah. You know, um, for us as a culture, um, as a genre, as, as Angelinos, yes. you know, as Californians, as Angelinos, like. Uh, it's been the, rough. Yeah, the, the unfortunate passing of uh, the artists and the activist known as Nipsey Hussle. Yes. Um, so today is Tuesday. We're recording this Tuesday, what? April, April 2nd. 2nd. Uh, two, what, two days, right? March two 31st. days removed. Yeah, two days removed from the passing of Nipsey Hussle. Um, I don't even know where to get started with this one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's a lot of things I want to talk about. Um, there's just so many things I want to hit, and I want to make yeah. sure that we take our time on this one. Yeah. Out of respect for the man, yeah. right? But I think out of respect of what he meant and continues to mean to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So what I want to do is I want to go ahead and go around the room, right? And I want each and every one of us to just say what you're feeling or what you're going through okay all right um so should we start with yourself you want to go ahead uh, yeah i'll start um okay well i <laughs> i can't even explain the feeling like right. i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh man he was i'm, I'm the biggest nipsey fan I, i'm no honestly i wasn't and it sucks that it took me it took him passing away for me to really appreciate his music mm -hmm. But I, I wasn't the biggest fan. I knew a couple songs. I listened to a couple so tracks off the Crenshaw album. Yeah. Obviously, Victory Lap was a really great album, Grammy nominated. Yeah. Um, but I, like again, like a few songs I knew. That was about it. I was uh, I knew more about his his shop, the Marathon Clothing Store, mm -hmm. and what he did and, and what that meant, what that whole shopping center meant for him, right. and the fact that he was able to buy off that whole shopping center. So that's that's where I learned it more. Um, met him a couple times through the station. Right. Once uh, last year at Powerhouse, and one time before, I can't remember when before, but I remember him here at the station one time. Super cool guy. Um, he walks into the room. He says hi to everybody. He doesn't right. just make a beeline to the jocks. Oh you know, yeah, so, yeah. You know, sometimes yeah, people yeah. walk in. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Like they say, "What's up to the jocks?" And that's it. Nah, man. He was, whoever was in the room. He said hi to everyone. He makes sure to shake their hands and everything. Um, super respectful dude. Um, it's just crazy. Like I, I, I never thought I would be affected by a celebrity passing the way I am right now. Like it's just like I can't explain the feeling. I'm not yeah. so sad per se. Like I, I do feel sad for obviously for the family and stuff like that, but like there's like just a pit in my stomach that I can't shake and I can't explain like what it is like why I'm feeling it th like this way, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like that's I don't know. I, I again like, I never thought this is actually the first artist that I've ever met that's passed away. So really, wow. Yeah. Um, so like I never wow. I never got to meet Mac Miller when he was up here so like that, but like Nipsey was the first one I ever met that he's passed away. And like yeah, I just can't I can't understand I can't shake that feeling I can't shake the pit in my stomach and I I, I can't explain it either, you know. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, cat. Yeah, um, for me the same as you. Like I, I guess I, I never really listened to his music like at all, like ever. Yeah. But working, uh, working with Teddy and like do writing, you know, obviously like yeah. hip hop news. Yeah. Like I knew of like the things that he would do for his community, and when I found out, I was, I was sad the whole day. I was sad the whole night. Like I, I, nobody who I work with at the restaurant. I work out like listens to hip hop, so like mm. I couldn't go. I found out when I went on my ten minute mm. break right before I was uh, I was gonna clock out, 
And how long ago? How long <laughs> from the shooting did you find out? Did you find out about the shooting first or the death? Um, the shooting. I got a notification on my phone yeah. uh, that he had been shot in front of his store, and then I was like, "What?" And then I go on my Twitter, obviously refresh, and it said that he had died. And that happened probably thirty or forty minutes before I had checked my phone. So I got off of work. I went on my like ten minute break at like five twenty. So it had happened like what like around four o'clock. Yeah. Um, Sunday and and so I went back into work and I there's always I couldn't really express how I felt to, like how I felt to like anybody that I worked with because nobody even really yeah. knew who he was. Right. But working here and being like uh, obviously a part of the station and kind of just like a part of the hip hop culture or whatever yeah like i just knew like of the things that he did for his community and i think that's where it really hit me the most and i was honestly i couldn't shake the feeling of being sad all day i, I cried before i like i went to sleep like i was so yeah. sad are you still like i think i'm over the initial shock of like it happening you know i was really like to be honest i was really 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 sad yeah. And I and I didn't understand why. Like, I never listened to his music. You know, I just knew that like he was doing good things. You know, and for somebody to, for somebody that you know, there's artists out there that make <clears throat> so much money and don't even do half of the things that he was doing. You know, yeah. Um, maybe they do and they don't. You know, go about it the way that he did. But the way he did it was just so elegant and so like he was just doing it for his people and he let his people know that. It was for them, and he he was just so he seemed so genuine, and I think that's why like it really, really got to me. Yeah, know? I mean, hey, you guys both said like things that I'm that I'm feeling that I'm thinking. Um, my knowledge of Nipsey Hustle goes back, fuck man, like 10, 11 years. Um, so I grew up in the mid city area, um, but like before I became an adult. Um, <laughs> I was in South L.A. all the time. Like, I mean, like, I went to school in South L.A. Um, I shopped at the Slauson Swap Meet every weekend. <laughs> Shout out to my cousins. Like, we um, <clears throat> used to go to house parties on Western and Slauson, um, right by the, by, by the Slauson Swap Meet. Um, I, told, I was telling Julian earlier, I got family that um, still lives uh, in between Wilton, Arlington, whatever you want to call it, and Crenshaw on Slauson. Um, you know, my uncles used to play at that park right there on Wilton and Slauson, like soccer. Um, just like history. And so, of course, growing up in the area, you hear about Nipsey Hustle. Um, you heard about Slauson Boy. You heard about Bullets Ain't Got No Names, which, like, you hear that name. And how is that mixtape not going to stand out? Like, that name alone. Bullets Ain't Got yeah. No Names, which is crazy. And you hear about this guy. And you hear him. You hear about... Um, and I'm sorry if I'm rambling on. Like, I, I, no, I don't no. even know how to even process it. But you hear about this guy. It's like, oh, he looks like Snoop. Yeah. He's the yeah. next Snoop, right? <laughs> That's everybody's thing. And so um, hearing of Nipsey Hussle, hearing some of his music, um, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it stuck with me. And um, I, in, in the craziest way, shot the H&R Block and me doing taxes. I got to, I got a chance to meet his family. Um, and it's crazy because um, I, I met this family um, and I'm not going to put their name out there like that out of privacy and respect, but I met, what well, I ended up meeting his cousins and I did their taxes. And, and um, once you help out the kids, the parents come along. So, um, I met, uh, which is, I, I can't remember right now if it's his blood auntie or his blood uncle, but I think it was his blood, his blood auntie, um, Nip's auntie. 
because um, they're uh, Eritrean uh, descent, right? And that's the first time I ever heard that that uh, country existed in Africa. So um, I remember that, and I remember that vividly because I remember. Um, it just, I, I'm sorry if I'm rambling. I'm just gonna go. I, I hope you guys can understand. Like this is like a coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like I. I well, it runs deep. I think right. d- deeper than obviously like what me and Julian feel because yeah. you're. Yeah. You're from you're, like close. Yeah, to you're a little more connected you know? to the hip hop right. scene yeah. than we are. You know? But I, I also, I, I don't. I want you guys to know that I don't know him. Pers- I didn't know him personally. Like I, uh-huh. I, I never. I'm, I'm gonna get to that. And I, I, so I express this to Julian. I'm gonna get to that. And I think this is gonna shape the way that I conduct certain things. Um, so I started interning at Power 106. I was on air with the morning show at the time for a little bit. So then I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna take this energy and I'm gonna, um. And I'm going to go ahead and start an online radio show. This is before podcasts, right? I mean, there was one, shout out to Juan Epstein, um, you know, in, um, Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds. But there was an online show. We had an online show. I forgot where we placed it at in the beginning. But I know then from there, we took it on to, to a site that was up. And I did that with my cousin Luigi. I did it with my boy Edwin and Letty, the media personality Letty. And we'll get to her in a little bit. Um, but I remember like, oh, I do got to connect. Like, I, I do know an artist. Like, I mean, yeah, I worked for Latino 96.3 at the time, but I know a couple artists. Um, and one of them, I, I know Nip's family. And I remember um, speaking about Nipsey with that family for a while. And I remember trying to get an interview when uh, I think this might have been around the time that Nipsey had just got on the double XL freshman list. Uh-huh. Um, and, my, and his cousin was like, you know, this is a hard time right now um, because... He's popping, yeah. you know, yeah. and 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 he's like, where's the interview at? Is that Power 106? I'm an intern at the time. I'm like, I know it's actually a, out of a studio in Northridge uh, stu- by studio. I mean, house. And, you know, it's a crazy <laughs> thing about it is that he said, yo, Nip is like he fucks with like the grind and he fucks with the local, um, you know, anything, anything yeah. local. Yeah. And yeah. I, like this is way before any interview that you got <laughs> to see that side of Nip. But this is coming from his family. So I. Being a little scaredy cat, I think this is how I was going to start shaping my, 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 my career going forward. I never pursued that because I never wanted to get denied. Yeah. And yeah. his yeah. cousin, and again, I, you know, his cousin, I doubt you hear this, but that was like my brother. And, um, you know, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but life happens and we just stopped talking. But yeah. it, I just never pursued that. And that now sticks with me. Of course, I've seen Nipsey after that here at the station. And I told this to Julian. I will always... Um, for a whole bunch of circumstances, I stopped doing his parents, Nipsey's uncles and aunts' taxes. Yeah. And because um, I got into the music industry and I'm like, I think I'm done doing taxes. So <laughs> I, I stopped. And every time I would see Nip, I'm like, dog, if I see his cousin and he tells me, yo, fam, why'd you stop doing my taxes? <laughs> I always thought like, damn, like it's going to be embarrassing. Um so I remember every Nip's time be like, I would see. Yo, you stopped seeing, doing my auntie's taxes. Yeah, like, what what so you my, yeah. And, but you know, obviously, I don't think Nib would have ever knew that information. But I still like if his cousin was there or his, or his girl, you know, his other cousin, like his, his, the girl who I knew very well. Um, if she was there and who he was there, they would have said something. Clown. And so they would have clown because it was love. It was family. Yeah. You know, I went to the house. I've been to the house, and so um, every time I would see Nip. Up here, I would get nervous because I saw the entourage. I'm like, dog, please don't let his cousins be here because they're gonna be clowning. Like, yo, this motherfucker does radio, but he used to work at H and R Block. Uh, I never, never, never ran into the cousins again. Um, but I ran into Nip a couple times, and I met him a couple times, and I never told him that. I never told him that, and and I think that I was guilty of thinking like I'll just tell him 
in the future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'll just tell him in the future. I told him a couple things. I mean, we've talked and it was no more than, I never talked to Nip more, no more than a minute. And it was always like, yo, man, like, huge fan. You know what I mean? Like, keep doing your thing. Um, so, that happened. Um, last time I saw Nip, um, I'm pretty sure it was Powerhouse. Yeah. And, and it was a quick, like, what up, Nip? That's it. I mean, he probably didn't know who I was, um, but still treating me great. Yeah. Like, he treated mm-hmm. everybody. Um, but I just regret never telling him a story, like, a funny little story. Like, yeah. hey, fam, I used to do your uh, family's taxes. You know what I mean? Like, so, that... I think he would have got a laugh out of that. I think he, he would have laughed at that. I think that shit would have, like, it would have held, it would have, I know it would have took him back because if I'm, like, in, in this industry right now, someone mentions my cousin, like, Hazel, or, yo, you know, I know Brendan and Brandon. I'm like, what? Yeah. How, what? Well, you know my tia Elba? Like, how you know my tia yeah. Elba? Like, I think that would have been funny. Um, but then, so that, that's that. And, of course, um, um, his, I think is his booking agent. I don't know what he does, but um, Jorge, um, who is married to Leti, my one of my best friends, ever in life um i'm right here dog so cool yeah don't no well, yeah i'm not a jealous side. don't worry no 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 i'm not a jealous side. but let me my sister too and i know they're going through it and, <laughs> and you know so like i know a lot of people that were involved in, in in nip's life and have the greatest things to say about them yeah um so with all that being said um that that's my little story of yeah. like about nip but as far as like what i'm feeling like i i feel empty like this is crazy to me because um, I grew up in LA. Like I'm from LA. I'm from I'm from South Central and I'm from Mid City. Like I'm from Western. You know, Crenshaw's right there. Like that. Yeah. I know people from 20s. I know people from 60s. Like I've, I've that's you know what I mean. Like growing up, you yeah. just know that. So and you feel it, man. Like you could feel it in. in and it's the not just city, the area. I feel like all, like yeah, all, LA, of, all of LA yeah. feels it. Like you know, it, feel, yeah. it just feels weird and yeah. it's crazy. And I think I'm a I'm a um stop talking because I feel like I'm rambling on. But I will say, Rambling. um, it just feels different, and for sure, it just honestly, I was the age of my nephew when Tupac died, and I remember hearing that. Um, I remember Biggie dying the next year because to us at school we were like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, they like these these are they're, they're killing rappers, like they're killing yeah. artists, and like everyone knew, even at that young age, that Biggie was quote-unquote a marked man like you got to be careful yeah. and to hear it happening i remember those days but but i was a kid and like davy said like this shit hurts like this one was felt yeah um because you weren't expecting it no i mean this um what he said he and i i, I saw I, i've been watching like i've been catching up on my nipsey history yeah. unfor like i said unfortunately too little too late you know but yeah um, yo, he's, he's, I think he joined the, the six O's when he was like 14, 15 or even a little younger than that. Yeah. So he made it out, man. This guy was 33 when he passed away. He had made it out. He had done everything. He, he, he had hit the, per se, the rock bottom and climbed his way out to, to hit the top. Right. And to, to even like last year, you know, he was Grammy nominated, you know, um, I still don't think he, I, I still don't think he hit his peak yet. I no. think, I think, oh, definitely I think this year would have been the year where you would have seen Nip like selling out the forum or selling out the table center something like that you know and like that, that that's why i thought this year but was i feel from- like not that i like i said I, I don't really listen to his music or anything like that but i don't think that those would have been his goals i think he's more of a person i who i totally agree i think he would have you though like i i do- agree with you like i i i don't think he would have done like three days, you know, no. at the forum. <laughs> but I think that like it, it was growing to that. Yeah. And I agree with you. I don't think those were his goals. Weren't his goals? And, but I think he, it's just something that he, 
he knew he something he would have had to do for the city. Yeah. Man, like, dog, I don't even know. I'm. Feeling... It still would have been a great accomplishment, you know, nonetheless. But I right. think that like he just had so many other things that he wanted to do, and you could, I don't know, I don't know. But there was just a lot of things, you know. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna talk about something that happened two podcast episodes ago, and it fucks with me. Like it fucks with me. Like I listen to it and I'm disgusted at myself, but. You can't only you could only do something like you could like it's in hindsight. Yeah. So I remember we had a conversation about the Grammys and we mentioned Cardi B and we mentioned album of the year, rap album of the year. Mm-hmm. Right. And we were talking about, well, who else can you give it to? Um, and I think Julian mentioned, well, Mac Miller, you know, obviously that maybe they could have gave it to him because he passed away. Mm-hmm. And then we I brought up Nipsey in, in Victory Lap. And obviously, Julian, you admitted like, you know, you you really didn't know too much of his music. Um, and then yeah. we, you know, we, cause we were talking from the racist out of touch Grammy perspective. Right. Yeah. And we said, Julian said, um, I don't think they would give it to Nipsey because, um, he's oh, not popular like that. Right. And then I said, no, he is, he is in the industry. And I wish I could have elaborated on that, but I will in a little bit. Then I said, um, but I get it, notoriety. And then you said, and I cut you off before you finish your statement, but I think you said, they'll never let a gangster or a thug go up there and and and, 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 and go up there and accept an award. So I cut you off and we moved on from that conversation, but I just want to be very transparent with everybody. What I'm thinking, and I know this is the case, you were still speaking from the perspective of that racist out of touch, yeah. The not same, understanding the, the same culture. Grammy committee that gave it to Macklemore instead of Kendrick. You know, right? That's where right. I was coming from. So I just want to clear that up because I mean I don't know if we had like like super avid listeners, but in the future, if this ever gets brought up, that's what I wanted to discuss. Yeah. And I wanted to say I agree with you, like in that sense of like them being out of touch, but also, and I'm going to touch on this again in a little bit. I've been proven wrong. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I will. St- I'm gonna start off by why I'm discussing on my part is because I didn't elaborate on what I said because sometimes you get in the groove of the shit. You don't want a podcast to go an hour. You don't want. You know what I mean? And we're moving. And we're. And because I thought the moment was for Cardi and we were mm-hmm. talking about Cardi, we moved on from this shit. But what I meant, like he was known in the industry. I was just saying, like he he means a lot to a lot of people in the yeah. industry. Yeah. And I did bring up that he was selling his um his album. For hundred dollars, right? He printed out. I I, I want to elaborate on that. He printed out a thousand copies, sold them for a hundred, and Jay Z bought a um, hundred of them. Yeah, right. And I mentioned that, but what I wanted to say was he was important to the industry, right? Fuck, man. After his death, you realized that that was man. I I I I understatement. Him. It was an understatement. Understatement of the year. Because it's like what he meant to the community. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I wish that we would have stayed more and we would have talked about it, but it's like you don't understand the blessings that you got or who you who's around you until they're gone. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, that's and, a, a curse of society, really. Yeah. It's, you, um, you never know. You never know. You don't know how good you have it until you don't have it no more. Damn, man. And Crazy. Like, it's... I think, I think that... I, it's unfortunate to say, but I feel like that... The, the city of LA is gonna feel that soon. Yeah, 
And, and if I, they haven't started filling it already, you know, yeah. like you don't you don't really know what we have with him until now that he's gone. We can we can even go back to the fact that um you know I, I've been listening I listen to a lot of albums I listen to a lot of albums that not as much as I used to when I was younger yeah. when I was cat's age I'm all about the new music so I need to hear everything I need to be on top of it I'm not like that now but there are certain projects that I can listen to and I'm like man I I fucked with this maybe because yeah. I've seen those artists grow for example I love Meek Mill I love Meek Mill mm. now more than I liked him before before the Drake shit I was a fan. I'm not going to lie. I'm guilty of falling back after the Drake beef, right? Yeah. I'm guilty of that. But fuck, I'm like, I'm in it with for a championships album. Like, yeah. that's my shit. And Victory Lap was my shit for a month, bro, yeah. when it came out. And, I'm, and, and, and it's unfortunate, bro, because I can't stop listening to that shit now. And I'm like, damn, why did it take this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to say that I didn't appreciate him musically, yeah. but I will agree with Kat. Like, I fucking loved talking about Nipsey's work um, yeah. other than music. Like, I talked about that shit. Anytime there was a Nipsey story, we talked about it on Power mm-hmm. 106. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that shit, I always did. And I always show Nip love. Whether I called, whether, you know, fuck it around, fuck it, maybe he's listening, so I would call him Nip the Crip, you know? Um, which maybe a lot of personalities won't do that shit, right? Yeah. Because they don't want to like do that gun, that gang talk. But I, I just always felt like maybe Nip's listening, so I was like, he always showed love for sure, and I think that's like, yeah. One of I'm so happy that I was able to like find out all of the good things that he was doing and maybe I didn't you know listen to his music or whatever, but I feel so happy knowing that like damn like. Yeah, you know? I feel happy that we gave him his flowers while he was here on that aspect of it. Oh, yeah. Of sure. course, a lot of rappers want to hear other shit. Like, I just shouted out Lil Pump the other day. Lil Pump was listening, and he put it on his Instagram, and, you know, and that's love. But, you know, I love to shout out positive stories. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime Cat digs, I always tell Cat, like, dig shit that I would want to talk about. And I don't know if this is unspoken between me and you, or maybe it just happened by coincidence, but you always pick out humanitarian stories. I don't know if you think that I like talking about it or you know yeah. I do because I really do so you know anytime a rapper does something big like me yeah. or, or, or or Nip like yeah. we've talked we do this man like I I love to shout this shit out you know what I mean I don't I'm gonna be honest with you dog I don't like fucking we don't like the message. I don't shit. like talking about like the like the money shit and the bag shit like yeah. I don't like talking about other people's money but I definitely don't like talking about messy shit man mm-hmm. like if I ever talk about like the Kardashians, though, I feel dirty right after. I'm just be honest <laughs> with you. But that positive shit, I love. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, anytime we had a Nipsey story, I just know that I love talking about it. And my man, I was like, man, I hope Nip or somebody was listening because this is the city. Um, with that being said, I also said I wanted to talk about the media and how they proved me wrong. Um, because we are hearing. People talk in the media, whether it's the sports media with ESPN, Bleacher Report, or um, CNNs and all and all those new other news uh-huh. outlets. We're hearing them talk about Nipsey, and they're not even bringing up his past, right? They're not bringing oh, up the gang-banging aspect, only if they talk about how he came from that and turned himself into a mogul, a humanitarian, right, an entrepreneur. And it's crazy because you hear these things, right, them bigging him up. And you're like, fuck, like we had it twisted. Maybe they are listening, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they are respecting it. Maybe they are. Um, we're finally getting the notoriety. And man, did it have to take this to happen? Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie to you. I hate when people say, start off by rapper, rapper so and so. Like anytime there's a breaking news, this is the first time that I heard them say rapper Nipsey Hustle because and not get offended because of what was followed. 
you know, rapper Nipsey Hussle, who was beloved by his community, beloved yeah. by the genre, and beloved by his colleagues, right? Like, that shit made me proud. I'm not a rapper, bro. I just work in the industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a lot of rapper friends, but it's just like, it really, really made me proud. And we had that comment, like I said, two podcasts ago um, about what we claim to, you know, what would have happened. And we thought maybe it was a novelty nomination, but maybe they were already getting it. And that's kudos to Nipsey as a man, yeah. as a brand, as an artist, and it's showing his growth. So I agree with you when you said he was on his way. Maybe we don't see it. And I want to say one last thing. I know I'm fucking rambling, bro, but I got Just a little all bit. these thoughts in my head, man. It's all right, man. Like, I can't, stop, I can't stop thinking. Like, I think about the case, like, I think about 2 chains, right? And I think, and Kat, this is like far, like far, maybe from, from your frame of thought because you're so young. But in my case, like I've been doing this forever, mm-hmm. you know, and and I don't, I think that I have not reached a level that I'm happy with, and nor will I ever get to reach that level. But as far as where I am right now, like I'm, I'm in that pinnacle. Like, do I keep going, or do I stop? Yeah, right? yeah. the crossroads. Right, and so. Looking at someone like Two Chains, and you say, "God damn!" Like Two Chains grinded for so long. First of all, he was an athlete, right? Then he was a trapper. Then he was an artist. Uh, he was, he a was titty, athlete. Yeah. Then he was Titty Boy, and and then and then they changed, and then it was the the brand changed to Two Chains, and look at him now. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He got he's on a song with Ariana Grande, right? And look at all the flowers we give Two Chains, and then you think, "Damn, well, like, I why wasn't I looking at Nipsey like that?" Yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. Here's Nipsey. I've been I've been knowing about Nipsey since he was 2021. 20, um, he had his life before all this shit, yeah. right? Um, here he is dropping Crenshaw, dropping um, Slossin' Boys, yeah, dropping Mailbox continues. Money, the Marathon, the Marathon con- continues. Bullets ain't got no names. Volume one and two. Um, Victory Lap. Well, before Victory Lap, then drops Victory Lap and yeah. gets nominated at 33. His first Grammy nomination. They're saying this is his first what debut album? Like I guess um, debut technically album. Technically, it was yeah. his debut technically, album. But... At 33. And look at all the shit he accomplished. And so one might say, like, imagine somebody out there that the first introduction to Nipsey was Victory Lap. Yeah. And then he passes away, and you find out all this shit he's been doing and he's, what he means to yeah. so many people. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, like, that was an example right there. I'm over here looking to, uh, to the ATL, because that's my example. Him, Morgan Freeman, people that started late yeah. or never gave up. But I'm looking like Nipsey, like, damn, look at this example right here. He was here all along. Yeah. Yep. You know? And crazy. And yeah. And so and well you said it too. You were like, yo, we we it's unfortunate that it took us this this happening for us to start paying attention to, to Nipsey. And now we gotta pay attention to the West Coast again. Like you said it yourself, yo, yo, we gotta we gotta pay more attention to the Dom, to Scheme, to yeah. you know, West well, obviously YG. And 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 you said it's like, yo, we gotta we gotta pay more attention because like, yo, we can't have this happen again where it's like, damn, this is what I was missing? Yes. Like, like this is yeah. I agree. Because uh, like you said, bro, like, yeah, I I I heard victory lap. All the way through, a couple times, I was like, "Damn, it's a cool album, dope." Never listened to it. Didn't never listen to it again. Put it back on, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like you really listen it, to the to the words, and you're like, "Shit!" Now. It's just fucking different. And like, he, like right from the get go, the the very first track, "Victory Lap," which is for me off of that album, that's my favorite album because he says, you know, uh, "Fly to Cancun." The, but we were talking that shit last year, bro. like it was gospel, right? Bro. Remember that? Yes, because we were going to Cancun again, yeah. and he was like, "Yo, uh, what do you say, Doctor Tulum, just a smoker?" Yeah, and and man. the Mayan ruins listening to music. I was like, "Damn." I mean, I don't know, I don't know. This is this is tough, man. I don't even know where to go from here. If you guys have anything you want to say right now, like 
go ahead. I mean, I just don't even know what to say. Um, yeah. It's just like, I mean, not even, and we haven't even said this yet. And to me, I thought I think about this a lot where no disrespect to the, the fans out there, but I think y'all need to just step aside, man. And like, yo, my prayers go out to the family. Lauren London, you know, his two kids, his uh his his brother, who he went to his brother he went through his brother went through a lot, you yeah. know, to get that to get that marathon clothing store going. Yeah. yeah. You know? And um yeah, I mean just just his whole family, you know, you just you just feel for them. No no parent should ever have to bury their son. And, yeah. or, or child. Sorry, no no parent should ever have to bury their child, you know, and that's just like to me it's one of the most painful things that obviously I have no kids, so I I, I wouldn't can't explain it firsthand, but I've seen it happen and you still feel that pain, you know, and like it's just tough, man. It's tough. It's tough, and um, obviously the the you're gonna hear this every time someone passes away. Young dog is just don't you gotta appreciate people while they're still here, you know? Yeah, yeah. Say say talk to that person, man. Just talk to someone like, hey, how you doing? Like even if you haven't talked to them in a cool minute, just talk to them and just like, yo, see see if they're good, you know? Even if it's just for a little bit, like a simple hello could just change everything, you know? Um, man, this shit is just it's just this is tough. Yeah. It's, it hasn't. It doesn't sit well with me. Like I, this shit hurts, um, and I think like as a genre, as a community, as a hip hop community, as a country, I think we're mourning. Um, but it's just different down here right now. Yeah, you know, it's just different. I think that you know, <clears throat> um, Pac got killed in Vegas. Yeah, it's West Coast, but Pac was from New York. Pac was from then. Pac was from Oakland. You know, Pac. You know, he, he lived in L.A. and he repped L.A. too. Um, and again, I was a kid, so I don't really know how that felt. Yeah. But I know as a, as a community in hip hop, we felt Pac's death. Biggie died on quote unquote enemy turf. Like it was, it was, it was, it was wild too, right? Um, and I know that what that did to New York and how that New York still feels that. Yeah. But, but, Damn. but Nipsey, but Nipsey dying in L.A. on his corner on his block. The same, you know? the same, the same. No, it's not even like his his shop. The same spot where he started like yeah. that's like yeah he says it he says it he said it religious like yo this is i was hustling out of a trunk of my car right here yeah before we got that shop and buying out the block i mean that was his property yeah you know yeah. and you know we're gonna get into the uh we're gonna get into the i want to get into um and i don't want to give him i don't want to give him clout and i don't want to give him you know time and energy but i do want to talk about that um because it's wild to me um, we'll talk about the, the the shooter and the killer, you know. But um, I think that like being from the city and feeling this how the city is mourning, how it feels, it, it's just intense. It's, it's crazy because that tension's in the air. So as of today, we know that they caught the shooter, yes. right? So today, they caught or, Eric Holder April, again. It's April second, yeah. nine o'clock right now. So um, the shooter has been caught, right? He, he, he's in custody. He's Four in custody. They found him in Bellflower. If you're not from Los Angeles, that's a community, what, like a couple minutes east? Outskirts. Yeah, it's, it's like the east, outskirts of it. southeast yeah. of, of where the shooting took place or where that guy was from, too. Um, but just shit just feels weird, man. Like, before that, like, the tension in the air, like, oh, it's crazy. Sure. You know, it's crazy. And, you know, you hear a lot of shit, you know. There was, a, was it, 100 days, 100 nights um, where they were killing somebody every day, yeah. uh, some gang shit. You know, um, look it up. Do your Googles. I yeah, don't speak I, on I gang shit. I think a lot shit, of people like, forget that L.A., obviously, L.A. was the start of a lot of street gangs, like like that kind of gang violence, yeah. you know. And, and um, sorry, and, and, and just, like, even though it's gotten better since the 90s, a shitload better, 
there's still those remnants, you know, and there's still those. You still got to be careful, and there's yeah. still those gang. That's so just that gang. That gang culture is still it's, there. It's crazy because there's a lot of there's like retaliation in L.A. has been known. Like if you remember back in 0405, there was the Black Against Latino yeah. shit that went down at Jefferson High School too. Like that was a big thing. I mean, that was. Um, there's a lot of rumors behind it, and I guess I, I won't even talk about gang shit because you know what? That's not my lane, and um, we need to respect that. That's that's a, it's L.A. That's that's culture. That's the lifestyle. But there was some retaliation on that, bloods, and Hispanic gangs. Um, the hundred days, hundred nights. We talked about that. So with this Nipsey killing, you know, Nip, Nipsey's uh, neighborhood is is um it's a big gang that's a big gang that's and that's a and you could tell they were going through a big loss so you thought man if that was a rival gang the streets about to be hot right now mm-hmm. if it's um you know whatever it is um but to see it happen by somebody from the same set yeah right um it's so unfortunate and I think now, maybe in that case, even though you say it's unfortunate, because like, yo, how you going, how is it somebody that was that not maybe not close to you, but around you, right? Yeah. yeah. Or that grew up with you. Um, but at least maybe this way it brings the communities a lot tighter. Some way, somehow, there has to be a silver lining. Some way, somehow, the city has to grow from this, right? Yeah. We as a people have to grow from this. So um, how is this going to bring us together? Because this man cannot go in vain. This, this death cannot be in vain. This man cannot pass away without us growing as a people, Yeah. you know? Fuck it. As a country, let this shit be an example. Yeah. This man, all he did was preach investment, right? Invest not only into yourself, but back into your community. Yep. That's the only way you're going to win, right? Yeah. It's to invest in the community that you were raising. So, so not only pull yourself out, pull each other out. So I hope that that message does not get lost. Yep. And about yeah. the, and, and, and the shooter, like, what a fucking asshole, man. What a, what a fucking dick, man. Like, you know what? A coward. Yeah, it sucks that a man like Nipsey, who lived by the code, had to die at the hands of somebody who broke the code. Now, again, I am not affiliated. I have family that was, but, like, you know the snitching culture. Like, you know, snitching yeah. is not, I mean, the snitching is frowned no, upon not, in that gang not, culture. I mean, we just, you know what I mean? Keep it 100, bro. We're not, we're not gangsters ourselves, but we know the streets. You yeah. Know? We grew up there. We grew up in those streets. We grew up. In that area, we grew up with family who lived that life, you know, and got out of the same thing, got out of life too, or some of them didn't even get out of that life. Yeah, and, and so like you, yo, we 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 know we know what's good, and obviously we can't be speaking too much on it, but like at the same time, you, we know what's good, you know. Right, right, and you know, like I'm not a fucking game maker, man. Honestly, if somebody hurts my family or something happens in my family, like you know, to me, like if you try to hurt me and the one I love, I don't apply by those rules. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If I see something happens to someone, like that happens in my family, my circle, like. I I don't see myself not saying anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know Cameron said he'll never snitch, and that's good for him. And there's some people that live by that code, and I get it. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily will. I don't know what I will do in, my, in this situation, but if that's how you do if you don't snitch at all regardless, then cool. That's what you do. Yeah. And I understand, like, that's part of the gang culture. Like, you don't just snitch. You don't snitch. So Nipsey not wanting that man at his store because the possibility of him snitching like, you got to respect that. Of course, that man has no respect. The shooter had no respect yeah. of nothing. You know what I'm saying? But damn, if you call yourself a banger, bro, if you was out here, just, if you were out here claiming, bro, how can you not respect that at least? Yeah. You know what you did to yourself. If you snitched to get yourself out, then dog, why show up to the same neighborhood? Yeah. That's what I'll never Lay understand. Lay low, bro. Lay low. Like, get it. Like, and don't be mad at somebody for not fucking with you, bro. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, that's just the culture. You know that you were raising that shit. You were a shooter. 
You should understand that shit. The fact that you finally broke and you snitched, well, fuck it. But don't be mad that they disown you. Yeah. What'd you think was going to happen? What'd you think was going to happen? Like, in all honesty, like, what'd you think was going to happen when you snitched, bro? And I'm just frustrated, man. Yeah. And, may, and maybe I like this. I don't. I don't speak on gang shit. I, I actually, I was just telling Julian this off air. I laugh at that shit when people get involved and try to try to say gang yeah, shit there some on like, social media. It's like, dog, you have no media, idea what the fuck. People that I know, like, damn well, ain't gang related. Hey, yo, get, like, oh, yo, green man, light, get his green ass, light, green light, light. off the streets. Get him. Shut the fuck get up. Get the toe tags. Like, what the fuck fam, you know like, about you, the streets, bro? What do you know bro? about that shit, bro? What the fuck like, you know about on. the streets growing up, like where you grew up at? Shut your ass up, man. You know nothing about that. Like this is beyond shit. Shit you heard on fucking. Juice and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Man. Dog. So, well, let's not speak too much more on that because, you know what, we want to speak great things about Nipsey and, you know, it's really unfortunate that this had to happen, but yeah, let's not shed too much light on I was, that coward. You're right. So I'm well, on. I mean, what, 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 as, as not just... Radio, I don't consider ourselves just radio personalities, but I consider ourselves journalists too. You do have to say both sides of the story. And you don't want to speak on it a lot, that's fine, but like as of... Again, as of April 2nd, right now, it's now 10 o'clock. The shooter has been caught. I won't say his name. I'm not going to give him any more fame. That he, that he, he, he des- he, I don't think he deserves any fame at all, so I'm not going to say his name the out there. The driver has also turned herself in. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm Claims glad. Claims to not know anything. Of course. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that the family is getting some kind of closure. I'm glad, like you said, Ted, I'm glad the streets are getting some kind of closure because if this went unsolved, yeah. rumors... Fly like crazy. The rumors yep. spread like wildfire, and yeah. like uh, you were telling me earlier, like there were some rumors going on already, and, and some people we know got ran up on. Right? At yeah. The, at, was, at the, at the was, vigil, you yeah, know. Yeah, there was a lot of shit that happened the day of and the, and the day after the shooting, um, where there was a lot of confusion because of social media, because some people were trying to be cloud chasers, mm-hmm. claiming the shooting. There was they were trying to pin it on maybe a. Um, now, mind you, I'm not talking about people from the set. I feel like. The neighborhood knew exactly who did it yeah. when it happened, and that word got around. And there's there's video on social media that'll show you like they knew who it was, yeah. like they knew who it was, and they knew that it was somebody he knew. Yeah. And there was reports coming out that that it was done by somebody he knew. Then this was this probably came out either Sunday night or by Monday afternoon. It was already out like out there. Um, but the streets knew right away. But. That, it's not the streets that do all the wild shit sometimes. Sometimes it's some, it's somebody some little, trying to prove themselves, yeah, right? Yeah, some little knucklehead So you hear to, shit, you hear shit, oh, shit, maybe it was a crib gang from Long Beach. And, and you know, and you know that that's not, that's false information. Maybe yeah. it was a, a person uh, who claimed to do the shooting that was banging bloods. Like, no, it wasn't the bloods either. Because you got to understand, for that thing to happen in the man's neighborhood, like killing that guy of that profile in, on his block in the middle of Crenshaw and Slauson, that's unheard In the middle of the afternoon. And the only way you could do that was through the inside. That's the only way yeah. that shit could happen. So, um, we got to be smarter as a people. We got to get closer as a people. I just want to ask you guys the what's been going around. People are saying this is the Tupac of our generation. I mean, he, that, those are his words as well. But shit, I mean, that's Pac is Pac to us, right? What he means so much. But then sometimes we don't realize what we got until it's gone, and you start not to be a prisoner of the moment, but. How do what do you guys feel about that statement? Like, this is this um, generation's Tupac. I yeah, agree. I could. I, I I totally agree. Maybe not necessarily like he went through the same steps. Obviously, him and Pac took two different paths to where they got. You know, Pac was yeah. Pac claimed to be a thug and like that, but he was more of a a showman. He was an actor. He he, had, he went to the Baltimore School of Performing Arts, okay. like that. Nipsey grew up in the life. He was actual gangster. You know, um, but they still ended up 
make you having the same impact to their community. Yeah. And um, I know, like, yeah, like, well, like I said, bro, uh, Nipsey bought out that that shopping center. He was giving jobs to felons. He was giving jobs to people that 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 would otherwise would not have been able to get a job anywhere else, you know. And he was giving them jobs, and not just oh, here that uh, from what I hear, they were good paying jobs. Yeah, you know, and and they were and he was there so they could take care of their people, you know, and yeah, he made it a point to buy out those um those stores. Um, there's conflicting. Ronald, you maybe you could corroborate this. Um, I don't think he owned every single store. I think he, he just owned, owned the half property. Of it. I think he owned half of the lot. He was working on getting the other like yeah, but, two but, stores. Yeah, but like, but he was he was he was renting out the businesses, right? He didn't own yeah. he didn't own all the, all the businesses. He was renting out to those. I think he owned what did he own the lot? But he and he only owned half of the businesses there. But yeah. he still owned the lot. Okay, yeah, yeah, the lot yeah. for sure he owned. Like, I yeah. agree with that. But I just didn't know as far as how many businesses he owned on the lot. He you was know? gonna build affordable housing, all this stuff, yeah. man. It's just, Vector um, ninety, which is you know the mm-hmm. the gap bridging the gap between the hood and Silicon Valley. Yeah. Um, STEM programs to teach um, kids coding. From what also like he I was, know the the marathon store had free Wi Fi. It had yeah. spaces where people go in there that you could like he said he, he wanted the marathon store to be kind of like a Starbucks. Yeah. Where you go in there, get your work done, you know, use yeah. the Wi Fi there to do your homework stuff like that. And, and like and again, he was giving jobs to felons. Who it was a smart with. store too. Yeah. Um, he was he was advancing that. He was set to meet uh, the next day um, with the city of with the LAPD on how they could stop. Gun violence, right? Yeah. Um, that shit is just unheard of. And so now I'm 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 back to the feeling of like, well, I actually, I'm sorry, I didn't even finish getting your thoughts. Um, the Tupac of this generation. What do you, what do you what do you feel? Well, I agree. Well, I mean, Tupac wasn't for me. I mean, I'm I'm younger, so I feel like I didn't really get that impact. You know, like I hear stories of like Tupac and how he meant so much to this community and. And, of course, the people like my older sister, you know, my sister loves Tupac. Like, dude, like, that's how I kind of grew to love him was through my sister, you know. But it was just like, you know, I I could never feel the same way as you guys feel, you know, about him. You know, it's different. I'm a lot younger. For me, like I said, I never listened to his music, but uh, to Nipsey's music. Um, I just knew of the good things that he did. And I do feel like, I mean, it impacted me, you know. Hell of an impact. Like, hell of an impact. And you know what's crazy? Like, side side note, we're talking about Pac. I mean, we know about, about a lot of the great things that Pac did, but imagine if social media was around. There's a lot of shit that Pac had probably did for people yeah. and families that we'll never know. Yeah. yeah. Right? That, like, Pac just seemed like that kind of guy. I, but with Nipsey, we're hearing all these stories now. I, I yeah. want to share a story, if, if I can, yeah, about what I read on social media. Don't know if it's true, um, but there was a lady that posted that her husband um, works for the city. And he's in charge of fixing the lights, right? And he was he for the last few months he was in charge of that Crenshaw district fixing mm-hmm. the lights. And he said there was a store owner that would come out and and you know with waters and chips and cookies and feed the workers because their their jobs were to um to fix all the broken lights and all the dim lights in that area. And when Nipsey died, the husband called the wife crying and was like, "Dude, I just saw a picture on the news. I guess the store owner was his rapper named Nipsey Hustle." And, and he, he didn't know he was a rapper. And he was he no, didn't he know he was a rapper. He was like the nicest store owner, like ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and he, and the husband cried because you know he'd come and speak to them and thank them for yeah for fixing the area up. Who knows if that's true or not? Well, I um, mean, I I, I can't corroborate that story, but from stories I've heard from people that have met him, I heard that if you walk to if you go to the marathon store and he's there, he'll never be like, oh no, not right now. He'll always talk to you. He'll always stop to talk to you, see how you're doing. He he. A lot of people say that he'll talk to you like like you like you're like your friends catching up. 
Yeah. Like he'll ask you how's it going, what, what what's good, like how you been, stuff like that. And like he, and he'll never. Obviously, everyone has their moments where you know maybe he might be busy, just like that. But like like for the most part, he would never just shoot people away. Like nah, 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 nah get the fuck away from me, kid. Like adult, young, old. White, black, Mexican, Did Asian. Ever, he'll talk to everyone. They ever find out? I mean, that that pit, last picture he took was with a kid, right? Yeah, it was with the kid, and that wasn't his kid, right? It was I just don't a kid. believe it was nah. his kid. So it was just a kid. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay. We're going all over the place, but I know that there was um. You speak of his um, of his the way he carried himself, and you see this cringeworthy interview. I think it's by Extra, or I can't remember, but it's a red carpet at the Grammys. Oh yeah, yeah, right. I saw that. Um, she refers to the lady refers to Lauren London as an arm piece, but she has her own talent as well. Yeah, I'm like, just, just just call her an arm piece is kind of crazy. And at the end, she says, you, you 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 sound like Snoop. I can't like, do you get that a lot? It's like, dog. First of all, people compared him to Snoop in 08, and like this is yeah. 2019. Yeah. And his answer was very very respectful. It was like, yeah, I get that from time to time. You know what I mean? That just shows the kind of guy that Nipsey is. How many people would have just very respectful? That? Yeah. Like I mean. Obviously. She said, oh, by the way, she's like, oh, you're a rapper, but but you're smart, too. Yeah. And uh, he was just like, That's yeah. very patro- patronizing. And yeah. I, even I would have been like, really, bitch? So like, you guys damn. seen the interview, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I think the thing that I, that I guess within these past two days when I'm looking at everything, uh, you talked about him doing like the STEM programs and all that stuff that... Um, Somebody said, or I, I could be confused, but that he was doing things to make kids, you know, uh, younger black um, kids feel like rapping wasn't the way to get out. Mm-hmm. Doing football, doing sports wasn't the way to get out. They can do other things, science stuff, and yeah. and do all these. And I thought that was fucking great. Because he's yeah. a guy that understands that the future is in coding, the future is in programming, the future is... So he, mm-hmm. wants, he wants people to know that these are outlets, right? And because... For whatever reason, whether it's systemic or, or 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 whatever reason, these opportunities or these avenues aren't presented to kids from that neighborhood. Yeah, no, right. Absolutely. So not. in his mind, it's like it's fine. Like let me create the avenues. Let me create the places these kids can learn from all this. So I know we're making this hella long, and because this is this isn't a normal week, this isn't a normal time. Um, I think the city is going to be grieving for a long, oh, yeah. long time i think the station that we work for is grieving there's a lot of people in this building that had real relationships with the man um i don't think that we're ever going to recover from this i think that this death is going to resonate with a lot of people now i know that the death of chinks hurt new york city for a while and they're still reeling from that and stacks as well um you think what kind of deaths like i know that the hip-hop community was hurting with the Mac Miller death, because mm-hmm. um, Mac Miller was a great guy as well. Yeah, yeah. Mac Miller's a great guy as well. And to think that the two nominees from this this past year's uh, rap album of the year are gone. Yeah, um, is it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I think that this is gonna live for a while with a lot of us. I think that this death is is gonna transcend the genre. I think it's gonna transcend music. This is beyond music. I think that. Yeah, this, I think this is a really p- uh, pivotal point. Like, yeah, I, I think I, that things, perfectly said. Yeah. yeah, a pivotal point. On us as a people, like where do we go from here? Yeah. You know, um, I think that we cannot let his work die. Big up to Nick Cannon who said he's going to take over the Doctor CB uh, um, documentary. Yeah, but I think in the city <clears throat> that our 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 pillars, our gatekeepers, our our leaders, whether it's musicians or just activists, yeah. need to step up and finish 
his um his goals yeah right and i, I think meeting it's a good with lapd to stop gun violence yeah that's I, well, the, me- the meeting still happened the meeting happened still yeah who represented um i believe sam his brother represented nipsey in the family <sighs> the next day yeah so um i can't even imagine um yo i know i know like listen man just give the family some some respect the respect they do if you guys i know i don't know how many people are listening to this but like yo if you listen to this just give the family the respect they do give them time to mourn you know put yourself in their position man the someone lost a brother Someone lost a, a husband, a, a father, a son, a nephew, a cousin, a friend. You know, and let let them let them mourn in peace. Let them let them take care of it themselves. And I know we always want to show love and stuff like that, but sometimes you just need to take a step back and just just let it be, let it happen. And um, man, like you said, yeah, I just hope. I honestly, I, I believe it is going to be Sam, his brother, who's who's going to take over and and keep his keep his legacy alive. And and it shouldn't just be up to him too. It should be up to the whole community yeah. of Is LA. It, not even just that not even just that Crenshaw District community. I think all of LA should step up and I agree. And and and, and keep his legacy going. Yeah. I agree. Um I, like <clears throat> um I it's not just the Crenshaw Slauson Crenshaw District, the Crenshaw Slauson. It's not just um the black community. Um we sympathize with you though. We really do. Yeah. Um Nipsey was a man of the people, but yes, like he did a lot for the black community. Yeah. Um. So we sympathize and our hearts go out to you. But it is an LA situation. This this is an LA. This isn't. This is our. This is a. This happened to us too. You yeah. Know? And because he wasn't just helping out one specific race or people. No. Yeah. He it was, was everybody for everybody. Um. He was there for the community, not just for the like, yeah the specific. Don't per- stop people. listening to Nipsey. You know what I mean? And if you yeah. and if and if you at right now are, are like, you know, Kat or maybe even like Julian where like you know most of his stuff, but you didn't you know you didn't go far back, don't feel ashamed, man. Go listen to this. Because this man owned his masters. You gotta understand, we <clears throat> bigged up Chris Brown a couple um couple of shows ago. A couple of shows ago for owning his masters. You know how hard that is? We talked about as soon as Michael owned his masters, what happened to him? Yeah. You know, or the Beatles. I'm sorry, the Beatles masters, right? Um, what happened to him? So owning your music is a big deal. Yeah. So for and Nipsey owned his. He, so he owned this from the get go. So him, all these stream, all these stream uh, profit from streaming and album sales will go to his family. Yeah. So if you if you respect and admire his work and his mission, like you know, support it, buy it, Fin- uh, like, buy it. Don't like, don't yeah, just stream it financially. I I want you guys to know that if you buy a physical copy of his album. He gets almost like two hundred percent more even more a digital, revenue. What about digital copy? Same thing. Of yes. Right, right. Same right. thing. You know, but like if you because streaming is like you get like point point zero 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 seven right. cents. Of, but at that, uh, I mean, uh, either, even there, like streaming as well. Yeah, no, but yeah, if but you can buy it, it if yeah, you can buy, buy it, it, come on, man, you could spend you could spare ten twenty bucks. On, because on I think I, I think you could get the know? sense of that. What we're talking about is that you're investing into something that's for the greater good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you if you can log on to the website and buy. All the merch, why not? Because this is going to go towards a a brand, a group, a family that will put it to good use. Yeah, they'll give it back to the community. Yeah, you, you know? know that. It's proven. Yeah. It's proven. So go ahead and do that. Um, and shit, to all our leaders, man, to all our leaders, man, do not stop. Keep going. Yeah. Um, this goes out to a lot of all, all the West Coast artists that we might maybe not have appreciate it yeah of course we got the ygs the kendricks the games yeah but the doms the schemes the young bucks right now doing things um you know uh the warm brews the the you know hopefully the shorelines get this shit right you know um the roddy riches like shit the stupid youngs like everybody listening right now um you know 
uh, Ruchi, everybody. Just yeah. let's come together and let's protect our people and let's grow as a city, man. This is the greatest city ever. You see, you see all the 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 athletes that that uh, have come from LA. Yeah, they're outpouring for yeah. Nipsey. And then uh, what was it? Uh, just today, or like maybe two hours ago, Russell Westbrook. Uh, the second game in NBA history for someone had 20 points, 20 assists, 20 rebounds, and he dedicated the game to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Right when he got his 20, 20th rebound, he said, that's for my, that's for my homie. Yeah. And not in those words, but that's yeah. for my homie. That's my homie Nipsey. And the corniest basketball player, not corniest, but like the most <laughs> quietest is Kawhi Leonard, right? And you forget. Do you remember that Kawhi Leonard Nipsey Hustle uh, New Balance uh, yeah. commercial? <laughs> I was like, why the fuck is Kawhi with Nip? But and he honored Nipsey. Yeah, I mean that's the first time I saw a pair of New Balance is actually pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> he put the end in New Balance was for Nip, right? Yeah. So, yeah, man, the marathon continues. Fuck that, the marathon is forever. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, we're all running our own marathon in some way, right? So long live Nipsey Hustle. I think that's what we gotta say is long live yep. Nipsey yeah. Hustle. Um, because, man, man, man. Oh, I mean, what can you say? That man was no amazing. Yeah. We we did not deserve him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that man was too good for this earth, and uh, you can't find a single soul that had anything negative to say about that guy. Yeah. And um, shit. Well, we'll, we'll I'm gonna be listening to Nipsey till the day I'm gone. Yeah. You know? Um, especially now, what he means. Um, now, you know, unfortunately through his death, but yeah, his message will live on forever. So re- rest in peace, rest easy, um, and condolences to his family and his friends and his loved yeah. ones and to everybody. Yeah, um, I know it's probably uh, pretty long, but I feel honestly this is therapeutic for me. If I yeah. feel a lot better. Yeah, it needed to be said, you know. And like you said, sometimes you just need to talk it out, and hopefully this helps some of you guys too. I mean, and with whatever thing you're going through, just know that just talk it out. Talking it out goes a long way. It really is therapeutic. And like I said, we're gonna post this up um, as soon as we can. As soon as we can, and yeah, um, April second, ten o'clock. Uh, yo, that's it. Rest in I, peace, I, Nipsey. Yeah, long live Nipsey Hustle. Um, neighborhood memory, Nip. Yeah, your neighborhood uh, list for you know your memory will live on forever. Um, we gotta start loving one another, man. Yeah, we gotta start protecting one another. Yep. You know, it's hard enough already. Yeah. So, uh, you guys be safe. We'll talk to you guys next week. Um, for reals this time. For reals, and we love you, man. Yeah. Shit, fuck mm-hmm. that. I love all you guys, man. Medic. Um, everybody, tell your peoples you love them. Yeah. Asylum. Tell you people you love them because you never know. Love you guys, man. Thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah. Let's catch you guys next week, man. Catch you all next week. Peace. Peace.